Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of Simply Not Easy. We're here today on a bright and early Tuesday morning, Tasty Tuesday, on my way back to the PT office. Gonna have fun, man, gonna be a great day. So, this last week was probably the most hours I've clocked in at a job um, for a work week before. So, a little bit, uh, slightly tired from it, but honestly, not bad at all. Uh, last week from Tuesday through Friday, I hit about between 40, 45 hours for PT work, the physical therapy event, uh, between Saturday, Sunday, Monday, was hitting about 33, 35 hours uh, clocking into my playground in the gym as a personal trainer. And so yeah, staying real busy with that, um, but excited for a start of a new week, feeling uh, pretty darn rested despite all that actually. Um, certainly is always a lot of fine tuning work that I can do, um, and I don't think my weeks ahead are gonna be that much for hours. I won't be up to the, you know, uh, quite, quite that 75, 80 hour range, but probably more like a 65 to 70 or so. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be going good, going good. So today, Tasty Tuesday, what I wanted to talk about is something that I've been getting questions about a lot. So as a, as a personal trainer, as, a, um, as somebody in the fitness, coaching, athletic world, questions I get asked a lot. I get asked very, very frequently, for, I, I should specify this, these are the most, com- the most common nutrition-related questions that I get. And that's, hey coach, hey trainer, hey Nick. How many times a day should I be eating? Hands down, the most common nutrition-related question that I get. Um, and this, this is essential, guys, because personal, for your goals, for whatever you want to get after in your fitness world, easily over half of it comes in the kitchen, comes in the nutrition. And here's the way I describe it to my clients and the way I think about it. Our, our fitness, our workouts, and all that great stuff is really, really important, without a doubt. Um, but that all that it is, and I say all that is in a good way. What it is, it's a stimulus. It's a stimulus that we put on our external system for growth, for challenging our body. And when we strengthen and build muscles, what we're literally doing is increasing the micro tears that occur and the stress is placed upon the muscle itself. And when we do that, it causes an acute bout, a small bout of muscle damage. And it's up to our body to respond appropriately And that appropriate response in this situation means that, hey, we rebuild that and it builds stronger because it fills in those little micro tear layers in between. And this happens directly at the DNA level. This happens at um, the cellular code of our body for how our body um, sends these hormones, whether it's human growth hormone, insulin-like growth factor one, all these other things about how we respond to it. But here's the issue. We can only respond to it. We can only appropriately uh, kind of quote-unquote fill in for these micro-tears. We can only um, do as good as what our body's capacity allows us to do. So we're only provided the stimulus. Now it's up to our body to respond. And how does our body respond? Well, that's a lot, very dependent on overall nutritional status, overall nutritional health, um, and just health of our body in general. But the primary means of that is that, hey, what do we supply our body with? What is the constant energy that we're giving it? In terms of carb, protein, fat, yes, and the ratios and 
when and how it's delivered, but also in terms of our micronutrients, also in terms of not just carb, protein, fat, and micronutrients, but what's the quality of these? How bioavailable are they? How easily digestible are they? Are there other issues going on? pH balance in the system? All these other things that contribute to a smooth and controlled self-regulation of your body's tissue and what your body is capable of achieving under the right circumstance. So exercise is a challenge for the body, but it's only a challenge in terms of, hey, I'm providing some stimulus to the body. And hopefully it's kind of what I call it novel stimulus and new stimulus, something that allows you to react, something that allows you to adapt, something that you haven't necessarily been through directly before to the same degree. And because that's where that's where actual change and that's where actual growth um, does happen. It doesn't happen when you're doing the same thing all the time when your body's not being challenged. That means you're just showing up and it's it's maintenance of that area of your fitness life at best. And we can certainly, certainly do better than that. But again, getting back to this most common question, the most common question of, hey Nick, how often should I eat a day? And my answer for you lies in our metabolism. And our metabolism is simply what is the amount of energy you're burning a day? So we typically think of it as like, hey, a high metabolism is good, or if I'm trying to gain weight, maybe I want to slow it down just a tiny bit. But metabolism is merely a word to express throughout a day, throughout a period of time, what is the total amount of energy I'm expending, the total amount of energy that is required to operate my body, to operate my body for its resting, what we call basal metabolic rate, when it's not moving at all, to operating my body when we are moving and when we are on the grind and when we're doing all the gym or fitness related activities that we do throughout the day. These are extremely, extremely important. And so we can think, I want to think of our metabolism as working for us, not against us. It's something that, you know, you want to fuel your metabolism, you get high metabolism. And so that way it can kind of have a lot of passive burning too, so that when you're not just exercising, you have other times throughout the day where your resting metabolic rate becomes higher because you're in that recovery mode. But again, metabolism is all about what we have available to our body and how that how do we use that best for ourselves. So this is gonna be the key to my answer. When people ask me, hey, how often should I be eating? My answer is gonna be, number one, it depends on your schedule. But number two, in an ideal world, every two and a half hours, Every two and a half hours have something. This can be, you know, major meals or small, smallish snacks in between. But give your body something to get the metabolic rate going. And I consider this um, partly because I'm currently driving to work right now. Um, but like, like a, uh, wow, I blanked on what I'm talking about. Not a, yeah, like a stoplight. I almost call it like a stop sign, but no, a stoplight with, you know, the red, the yellow, and the green. But just sounded extremely elementary and simple when I said that aloud. Wow. Anyways, I apologize. But it's like, it's like a stoplight, right? You've got your green. You've got your go. When you just eat, that's your me- your metabolic principle saying, okay, we're good. We are in the clear green light. I'll go ahead. We give our body permission to operate as it normally should. We don't go into a temporary starvation or energy conservation mode. Why? Because we've got the process. We've got the ability to react, we've got the ability to, and we've given our body the green light to say, hey, we just gave you new energy, use that energy, oh wow, beautiful full moon out this morning, pretty stuff man, pretty stuff, nature is beautiful, God is, uh, 
got some good creation out there. But anyway, that's the green light for us. Our yellow light, it's when, you know, if it's a very, very small snack, maybe like an hour and a half later or so, or if it's, you know, a meal, yeah, metabolic rate starts to slow down like three hours, three and a half hours later or so. Um, so it's a dwindle a little bit when that energy isn't as available. So it's saying, okay, before we had a green light, we can go and we can use all our body processes because we're not worried about when is the next source of energy going to come. You're used to that time period, both from the stimulus of having it and the repeated habit of having it. Your body predicts that. And you're good to go with a higher metabolic rate, which is going to help you either in, in both terms, either lose weight, um, which is what a lot of people in the fit and like shred fat, which is what a lot of people in the fitness industry are going for. Or this can also help with gaining muscle because you need your your body metabolism not to, not to be going off the cylinders for gaining muscle because you don't want to just burn it quicker than you can put it on. But what it does do is it optimizes your protein synthesis. It optimizes refilling in of those micro tears of the protein. So this is extremely important in the fitness industry for what you want to get for your goals. So no matter what you're going after whether you're trying to cut, maintain, or gain, every two and a half to three hours is ideal to have something. It doesn't have to be large, it doesn't have to be big. You want to correspond with your goals for how many calories you're trying to get throughout the day. And one of my best pieces of advice is to spread the love, spread the protein out throughout the day because our body can only digest so much protein at a time. This varies for everybody based on their body type, their activity level, um, their total weight, their percentage of lean mass, um, or slash percent body fat. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. So, what we can do as people in the fitness industry or as just anybody out there, we can encourage these uh, frequency of meals. And I encourage you all to try that out here. So, what I want you to do as an experiment, really hold to this. Have some way of having something. And more than just, you know, a, a leaf of spinach. Something that's, you know, a small amount. It could just be 200 calories. But something somewhat nourishing. Spread the love throughout the day. And every day, do about, you know, every two and a half hours, have something. And I want you to do that experiment for two weeks. I, I was tempted to say one week because it's more doable. But two weeks is really good because you're going to start to see some physiological changes in that time period. So give that a try, two weeks of time, and in that two weeks of time, going ahead and having frequency of meals every two and a half hours. Now that being said, or something to eat. If you are working out, let's say three o'clock, and you know you have one of your meals at noon or 12.30 because you want to take time to digest, it doesn't mean that you have to eat at like 3.30 again. What it means is that, okay, I have my workout, that is also another stimulus that gets my metabolic rate going. But I've had energy, I've had food somewhat recently before it to be able to get ready for that, to have the um, calories to spend. And again, I don't want to give off the wrong impression here. You can consume food that is far less calories than what you're consuming, than what you're expending. That's fine. If you want to be in a negative, if you want to be in a calorie deficit, I'm cool with that. I recommend that. But get the metabolism going, get the metabolism, momentum, and energy working in your favor for yourself for what you're trying to go after, because that's where all the difference is going to be made. So give that experiment a try, but like I said, if you're working out in between those times, that's also getting the metabolic rate going. You don't have to eat during that workout by any means. 
is not appropriate. You know, we got the sympathetic, which is a fight or flight, also very active in exercise, getting the heart rate up. Parasympathetic is your rest and digest, so you don't want those two systems clashing. And because what's going to happen is if you work out when you're bloated and full, um, I'm sure we've all done a small degree of this at some point. You know, it's kind of a kind of a piss poor workout. You're sludging your way through. You're not as strong. Um, yeah, it's just not not feeling as good. Sure, you can push through, but it's not as much of an enjoyable experience by any means because those two systems are competing and fighting for each other, and digestion doesn't even work quite as well when you're in that sympathetic area. So, hope this was helpful for everybody out there. Again, this has been my number one question that I get from my clients is, how often should I eat? Number one nutrition question. Hopefully this provides some clarity for you. Get out there on that two-week challenge. Give it a try. See if your energy mood changes. I'm not saying to commit to this forever. I'm saying commit to it for enough of a time period where you can get some answers. All right, everybody. Simply, not easy.